Did you hear what Instagram is doing with the platform? The changes that they're making? I've been such a ghost this last week because I was on vacation. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, yeah. from what I heard, actually, it's the, uh, the, the, what do you call it? CEO of Instagram. Is that a thing? The COO or the CEO? CEO, yeah. The okay. master of Instagram. The person. The, the most Instagramist person. The head bitch in charge. <laughs> yeah. Well, he said that Instagram is going to change into more of an e-commerce uh, platform. I know. Oh, so you look, okay. Chelsea, you're like, what? Yeah. Well, apparently, apparently it's, it's shifting from photo sharing to more of um, e-commerce. Yeah. How are they doing that and why? Well, I think there's so many people now who are sharing products and places. It's kind of, that's what happened to Instagram. It naturally evolved into a place where people show off services, products, and all that stuff, right? Businesses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a natural progression of things and people are kind of upset, but I didn't thinking like, why are you getting upset? Because if you don't like those type of accounts, you're not following them anyway. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I guess, I, I guess I understand why they're getting upset, but it's like, there's, there's a lot of other photo sharing sites out there. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Instagram has been so much more than just a photo sharing site for years. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, in 2012, when it was launched, like it was just for photo sharing. I think since then, it's been so much more. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So, so, and I, I fully understand why Instagram would move in that direction if that's where like other platforms are probably going in that direction. They don't want to feel left behind. Number one, number two, like you said, there are so many people that are sharing products and stuff on that site. I mean, like us. So yeah, like us. It's our fault. It's our fault. It's Oops. our fault that Instagram is changing. We broke Instagram, Chelsea. We broke it. <laughs> That's okay. I'd be all right with that. Yeah, that'll be fine. Hi, this is Chelsea. This is Michael, and we are Coffee with Creators. Come sit with us, and let's talk about content creation and all things creative. So welcome to our scrappy little podcast. Welcome. Chelsea. Yeah? I have a game for you. Okay. You are going to tell me, um, you're going to guess the age of this person that I'm going to describe. Okay. Okay? All right. This person is a foodie. Okay. Um, this person likes to drink. Okay. Like casually. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, socially. Um, mm-hmm. This person prefers to live in an urban um environment like a or urban living like you know mm-hmm. city all that stuff um okay. this person is a serial dater likes to okay. go on dates likes to meet yeah, people yeah, yeah. um this person is uh, lives with his parents his or her parents okay can you tell me the age that you think this person is they're definitely under 30. Okay. So I if guess were... that, do... uh-huh. that, that I guess that doesn't make them a millennial. I guess maybe a Gen Zer. Okay. Is that the right the right one? And if you were to guess the age, what would you say? What was the what would be the age that you would think? Like you said 20, under 30. 25. Right? 
25. Okay. That's a good guess. I'm I'm 31, yeah. Okay. That's a good guess. Um, which character do you think, like TV character, do you think would fit the bill for this person? It can be anyone. Oh, my God. Yeah. But you think that. Like past and present shows? Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know why I went straight to Friends, even though none of them live in their parents. <laughs> That's true. Houses, but I'm going to say Joey. Joey. Okay. So Joey, right? So it yeah. kind of describes Joey. Well, I got some bad news for you, Chelsea. Oh, shit. This okay. person describes Fraser Crane. Shut Crane. up. <laughs> Fraser Crane from that show in the 90s, right? I yeah. think his show started in the late 80s or early 90s or something like that. And so he, funny. get this, was in his 30s. So oh that character was in his 30s. So just think about that. So now... <laughs> We are Frasier Crane, Chelsea. We are Frasier. People are looking at us and they're saying, look at these two old people. Old people. We're it's old insane. People. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just saw this this article by The New Yorker and it was really, really interesting. It was actually forwarded by my, my cousin and it says, six things millennials have in common with Dr. Frasier Crane. And number one, he was a foodie. Uh, his generation popularized avocado toast. Apparently, um, he likes no uh, uh, like fictional or like he just likes dining out basically. And he, okay. he liked to drink. He preferred living in the city. Obviously, he lived in Seattle, I think. Um, mm -hmm. And then he was a serial dater. So when you say serial dater, the first thing you think about is Tinder. Um, yeah. All that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. But apparently he did that because I didn't really watch the show. I watched like, I didn't either. you know, little episodes of it every now and then. But I liked it. Yeah. And um, he was also our age. So I think it says that awesome. during. <laughs> it's horrible. I'm like, no. Terrifying. <laughs> I know. Let's see. I think it says, let me see. I can't remember where, where it says his age, but okay. he basically was, I think he was in his 35 or something. 36. Okay. Isn't that insane? Yeah. yeah just because put... I, I mean, I was young when that show was out. Yeah. Um, and I remember thinking he was like a super old man. And now I know that he's 35. I, I was young too. I think, you know, I think if I were to guess, I probably started watching a show like in the mid nineties, which is like, let's just say 90, 1995. I was 14. I was still a kid. Yeah. So even to me back then, he was like, that, look at this old man. <laughs> like old man. Like I thought he was so old. I thought he had kids on that show. Right? Yeah. So he didn't. That's so yeah, funny. Kind of hurt my feelings. And my yeah, it definitely hurts my feelings. And my back. It hurts, it hurts everything. My, my ankles. <laughs> my ankles. <laughs> but yeah, I, th I thought it was a pretty interesting um, um, interesting article. And I thought that was just fun to share. Yeah, so, that was fun. I like that little game. Yeah. I, mean, I think we'll, we should add more of those little games. We should. From this point on, yeah. It's, yeah, uh, it's fun. It just changes things up a bit. So how you been, Chelsea? I've been good. The kids and I were on vacation. Um, we... So we're back this week, and we were supposed to go back next week to Tennessee so James could go, but I think we're leaning on not going because it was such an, an exhausting week last week. Like, I just don't want to do it again. I told James he could go with the kids, and he's like, no. He was like, come on, James. Um, you can take your new Civic. I know. I know. He knows that. But I have to go back the week of the 24th anyways because I'm meeting Rachel there. Um so I told him, I was like, I really kind of just want to like stay at home and I've got some, I've got, um, jobs coming in where I finally said yes to a couple of companies. Um, 
And so I was like, I'm just, mm, no, I'm not vibing it. <laughs> so I don't know what he's doing yet, but I told him I'm staying at home. Isn't it funny how a vacation, coming back from a vacation makes you feel like you need another vacation? Right. Especially with kids and, you know, all of our family lives there. Um, and so we were running around, we were seeing everyone. The kids were exhausted. I'm exhausted. We did nothing but swim and play outside, eat so many vegetables. My mom has a garden. We ate nothing but like cucumbers and all kinds of good stuff. So we had a blast. I like the kids were basically like feral children for a week because <laughs> my mom, she lives on a farm. So they just like in and out, like no shoes. I don't even think they bathed, but like twice. I, I saw the pictures in your stories, the, the yeah. farm pictures. They're beautiful. Like so pretty the, there. It's the, very the, uh, um, the golden hour, the one that you took with the horse, the horses. Wasn't that great? Yeah. I'm like, oh, it looks, it looks nice. I It's one yeah. of those things that I've always wanted. I've always wanted to live in a farm. I know it's probably a weird thing, but... You know, my cousin was asking me, if you had the money, if you had the time, if you had the resources, where would you live and, mm -hmm. you know, what type of setting? So a lot of them, a lot of my friends would say, I'd live in the city in the middle of New York or in a high too. rise or whatever. Manhattan. Yeah. I'm like. I'd be right in the middle. Put me dab smack in the middle of like Colorado or something. I just want a big, like nice house with a big yard and just mm -hmm. like mountains in front of me. And I don't want neighbors <laughs> that's james too like james and i have completely different views on that because i want to be like right in the city center i want to be able to walk everywhere i want to like bike to get the groceries but and he's like no he's like i want to move to your mom's house i'm like you go there i'm going to new york <laughs> see you later <laughs> james and i will definitely get along i like that for stuff sure too. yeah for like, sure I, just, I don't know why because i feel so like laid back I, I feel like because i'm away from everything i am in control whether i want to add more to my life. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a weird thing that I, I that I feel, but if I'm in the middle of the city, I feel like it's, well, you know, it's like, I can't help it. Like people are around me, things are around yeah. me. Now I have to get away from it, you know? So yeah. maybe it's a, it's that thing. But um, speaking of the, the little game that we played in the beginning, can you tell me any instance in your life where, <clears throat> sorry, my, um, my throat's a little sore this morning. You're doing a lot of podcasting, I it, know. It's a, yeah, not only that, it's like a lot of yelling. <laughs> so the, oh, the, it's, it's okay. Been a, it's been a hectic morning, so okay. the kids were just like, I was trying to shuffle them out of the house, basically. Or I, know I had to take goes. them, I had to take my son to my, my in-laws' house, and um, I was rushing. I was like, I, got, I, need to, uh, I need to go get back, because we were recording, right? So I'm like, yeah. I need to get back. I need to prepare something. I need to, and like, da, 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 da. Like, oh my God. <laughs> like, they, they do not care. My no, kids they don't are the care. same way. So my kids hadn't gone to school or like right now it's like daycare for Emma, of course. Mm -hmm. And then it's, it's at the same place, but it's summer camp for Luca. They do like a lot of summer camp things. Um, and so of course they weren't there for a week because we were at my mom's house. And so getting them out the door this morning was painful yeah they didn't want to get dressed they didn't want to wear the clothes that we picked out they wanted daddy to take them and they wanted mommy to take them and then they didn't want to go at all and then they just wanted to sit at home and eat pop tarts and you're like oh, get in the car seriously <laughs> <laughs> we left without or james left without emma's shoes i had to turn around and go drop her shoes off at daycare he drops her <laughs> off with no shoes on 
<laughs> you guys just didn't care. You just like, get him out of the house. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I'm just going to go ahead and drop him off. You just bring the shoes. I ended up getting there before he had left, so I handed him the shoes. He ran them in. I, it feels like a circus. Like, when you have kids, it's it feels circus. like you are, they are the, 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 what do you call it? The ring, the ring master, leader? We're the that? ringmasters. They are the... No, they the are monkeys. the ringmasters. We are the monkeys at this point. Oh, because <laughs> it's like my two-year-old. He goes like I was putting him in the uh, the car seat because my wife was gonna go drive to work. She's gonna mm-hmm. drop off my fi- our five-year-old to daycare, and um, she's gonna drop off uh, my son, my two-year-old, to my in-laws' house, her mm-hmm. mom's house. And he just wouldn't have it. He's he's like, I want to ride in the different car. He keeps saying, different <laughs> car. I'm like, what the heck? He wants me to take him in a different car. Yeah. I know how that goes. My daughter (laughs) is the same way because what we were going to do is I was going to take them and then James was going to pick them up because I leave to go to Starbucks in the morning anyways and it's kind of on the way. And then for James, it's on the way for like he's already out coming home. So it makes more sense. No, she didn't want that. She wanted daddy to take her. So <laughs> daddy took her. Aren't we terrible? We're just like, okay, fine. Whatever. I know. I was going to say, say that. Yeah, that, that's why we are the monkeys. Because we, we do whatever the they want. Whatever they want. Yeah. Listen to this. Okay, so I picked out her clothes. I had everything laid out downstairs for both of them. Uh, I had shorts and a t-shirt. Obviously, it's summer. We're in South Georgia. It's like a million degrees. She didn't want that. So James brings down pants and a long sleeve shirt. I start to put that on her. She didn't want that. She wanted she wanted the shorts. And then I she was like, do you want the long I said, do you want the long sleeve shirt? And she said, yes. So I go to put it on her. And she's like, I don't want it. I don't want it. She's like pulling at this shirt. Oh, no. And I was like, take it off. Just take it off. So oh, I took it no. off. And I go to put the tank top on her. And she's like, no, short sleeves, short sleeves. <laughs> I was like, James, get her a shirt, sleeve shirt. <laughs> We're just yelling back and forth at each other. He's upstairs going, what? What? <laughs> yeah, that was kind of my morning. So that's Disaster. why. And I was, and the funny thing was, I was trying very hard to make sure that no one gets stressed in the morning. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty good at it, usually. Especially, I don't want to send Lynn, my wife, to work stressed out. Yeah. But we all ended up being stressed out. <laughs> It's like stressful every day for us. Like we are the worst four morning people you were ever meeting in your life. <laughs> I'm probably the worst just because like getting up is so depressing to me. I'm just like, oh, I don't want to. Yeah. And James, it takes him forever to get up. But once he gets up, he's fine. And then yeah. the kids are just buttholes in the I, morning. I'm, I'm a morning person. So my son is yeah. usually as well. So I have yeah. no problems. But today was kind of a struggle. But anyway, we... <laughs> like monday today. i know it's like monday every day when you have kids but i was yeah. i was i was saying earlier um related to what we were talking about in the beginning about fraser crane you know how mm-hmm. we looked at him and we said oh, you know he's like a grown-up can mm-hmm. you name an instant in your life where you felt like you're a grown-up like where you, where you go i'm definitely a grown-up i'm definitely an adult like it can be the silliest yeah. thing I have so many of those. Okay. <laughs> so when we moved here to this house, buying the house, I mean, I still, I didn't feel like an adult, even though I did all the signing of the paperwork, James is still in Hawaii. So I did all of that. Still didn't feel like an adult. When you buy a new construction home, it doesn't come with a refrigerator, correct? Mm-hmm. It comes with everything else, like the stove, the dishwasher, the microwave, everything. But I had to go and buy a refrigerator. 
as I was buying the refrigerator, so I bought the refrigerator and a washer and dryer because we sold ours in Hawaii because I wanted a new one anyways. Yeah. And so I bought a refrigerator, washer and dryer from Lowe's, like all at the same time. And my dad was with me and we were picking it out and I bought it and I was like, my God, I feel like an adult. <laughs> and he's like, what? I was like, I just bought a refrigerator and a washer and dryer. I'm, I am the epitome of an adult. And he's like, I can, okay. I can live on my own. Yep, I got it. I'm 29 and I'm doing it. Well, your story is much better than mine. Okay. <laughs> because I can't wait. I, I grew up in the Philippines, and in the Philippines, it's either you had a wash, uh, a washer and dryer, if you like at your house, right? Like mm-hmm. if you have this space, or if you have mm-hmm. the extra income, um, or you can spare like uh, like the the you know. Part of it, it's basically part of like your monthly like expense is you hire someone to wash your clothes and they're very affordable, rel- okay. relatively speaking, very affordable. Mm-hmm. So my entire life, someone's been taking care of my clothes. Someone's been mm-hmm. washing it and not my mom, not my mom, not my sister, just uh, the, the laundry lady, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even remember what we called her. But <laughs> so she took care of the clothes. And when I moved here... Um, we didn't always have a washer and dryer in the, uh, uh-huh. especially when I'm, I moved to, uh, oh no, actually when I moved with Lynn before, before we got married, um, there was a time when the washer and dryer were, were broken. Mm-hmm. And so she was working and I wasn't at the time. So she took me, she had me, she ta- uh, gave me the task of taking the clothes to the laundry mat, <laughs> put in the clothes, put in the coins, sat back down and I'm like, I feel like an adult. <laughs> Such an adult. I'm washing my clothes. I'm, wash, I'm washing my clothes using these coins. I'm an adult. <laughs> so funny. So how old were you at that point? I, I was already my, my, I think I was 29. Oh, that's good. We had the same, we had the same washer and dryer experience at 29. I was 29 too. Okay. Yeah. When we, that was our third one that we had bought, but I think it was buying the refrigerator and that was like, it wasn't even our first new like washer and dryer. I was going to say it was our first new washer and dryer, but it wasn't. It was like I see. our second new one, but first refrigerator. We had never had to buy a refrigerator. <laughs> so stupid, right? Yeah, it's very, actually um, paying taxes. That's uh, that's filling out those tax forms. That's when I started yeah, like. That's another one. I hate doing that's this. That's true. I hate doing this. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what else? What else? Um. I think uh, in Oregon. Renewing. Do what? In Oregon. We went to Oregon before and is it Oregon? Yeah, in Portland. And I think in Portland, you have to pump your own gas. If oh, I'm not mistaken. You yet. don't have to do that everywhere? Wait. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry. Like you had, you basically have someone um, pump the gas for you. Sorry. Yeah. I oh, in Oregon, yeah. they do it for you. They do it for you. Yeah. So it's like, okay, a, yeah. it's like a full service gasoline station. Yeah. Yeah. I remember sitting there and I'm like, someone's doing it for me. <laughs> it's like, am I an adult? Am I? <laughs> I just remember that instance where I was kind of confused. Like, do I feel like more of a kid that someone's doing it for me? But I'm yeah. sitting in the driver's seat or yeah. do I feel more like an adult? You know, it's like asking someone else to do it like, for me. <laughs> this is more, I am a refined adult. Yeah. They are pumping my gas. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. <laughs> Charles. <laughs> So yeah, those are paying taxes, they're filling out forms, um, renewing driver's license. Is that what you were going to say? I was going to say renewing driver's license and 
because you don't have to do that, but every like what ten years. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, something I'm doing right now is renewing my passport because it expired last year, and you oh. know that's every ten years too. And yeah. so I'm like, man, I do feel like an adult. Like I can travel the world with this sucker. <laughs> I know. But we still couldn't figure out how to make this audio system work. Yeah, no, no, no. You're just at selective skills, basically. Selective skill. I have only, only the small, essentials. Just small essential skills. <laughs> Buy a refrigerator. Well, that's awesome. Um, how's uh, how's the uh, what you call it? It's like your your movie script going. I know you have. It's going. Been... I mean, of course, we haven't really been working on it until we can get together next time, week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be good. I'm really excited. I mean, we've done a lot of like character building and story building, but as far as like really meshing it all together, we have not done that yet. And that's what we're going to do the week of the 24th. So that's exciting. So it's going to it, do what? Oh, I was just going to ask, is it going to be a, a reoccurring meeting then? Like after you get some mm-hmm. FaceTime, actual FaceTime? Mm-hmm. It's going to, we're going to probably have to do this like meet somewhere either she comes here we go back to my mom's or i go to her house we're gonna have to do it probably at least two or three more times just to get the script done and then once we start looking for a producer i mean we're gonna have to meet then and then we talked about shooting a sizzle reel and that type of stuff to get it sold and in production so i mean we're gonna be sending lots of time that's with cool. each other i assume yeah. i just wanted to know more about like that whole process i'm just I'm absolutely you know. curious like you know what i mean like all i know is from the very little that I, I learned in film school and then from rachel i didn't even know like when you were trying to sell your own like indie film or try to get it pushed through netflix or like at all i didn't know you had to have a sizzle reel or some type of like bible that tells you that gives you the feel of what the movie is going to look like when it's finished Oh, interesting. Like, I had no clue. I had no clue you had to do that. So was it is it like a almost like a mood board in No, it's not a mood board because the director does the mood board, you know, in production or um, pre-production. So a sizzle so reel would be what a, how long usually? Um like 4 or 5 minutes just telling oh. just giving you an overall feel. It doesn't have to be like the actual people in it that you want in the actual film. It's just like an overall feel of what the writer has suspected the outcome of the film to be. So it's kind of like a mock-up basically. Yeah, you could probably describe yeah. it like that. Can you imagine yeah. can you imagine the sizzle reel for someone like Michael Bay for example when he first um oh my God. did Transformers. It'll be a bunch of like people in cardboard boxes like yeah. oh, I'm a giant robot walking around. I feel like I feel like for that they probably did so they probably hired no, they probably hired a graphic designer and just did like the Bible, the book. I see. And okay. had so for um, for the Bibles, you don't even have to have like actual images that you've taken. You can pull content from other things that you want to have the same that have the same feel as your oh, I as see. your script. I see. So, so it, is it kind of like when you go on YouTube and someone makes their own trailer? based out of different movies they cut different scenes and okay that's a good way to explain it okay see i'm I'm terrible at this like already i'm thinking hire my neighbor put some cardboard boxes on him make him (laughs) i mean technically (laughs) technically yes okay um 
because Rachel and I talked about, like, if we decide to shoot a sizzle reel, she's like, we can do it somewhere in Missouri. Like, we can hire friends to do it. And then when we talked about doing the Bible, I was like, I know loads of graphic designers. I was like, I know I can find someone to do that for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, it's so much like, work. It's a lot, especially when you're... I don't, I mean, we're not going to do it all ourselves. We're going to do as much as we can. And then obviously we're hiring a producer and. Yeah. No, I'm just saying like, I'm stuff. just starting to realize how much work it is. And that's just to try to get it um, sold. Oh yeah. That's not even getting it sold or into yeah. production. That's just giving the overall feel of what the writer suspects the end outcome will look like. Mm, look at that. I learned Wild. something new today. That's awesome. I know. Well, it's so we started this in February. We only have like the first 12 pages down. <laughs> but we have we have so much other like story building that we've done because when you think about it, you have to have you have your main characters, of course. And then each main character has a backstory and all these other people in their lives that have all of these other like side stories and you're building this fake town and all of this stuff. It's a lot of work. Like, no wonder it takes years to get movies yeah. finished. I can't even imagine how some of these uh, authors finish books. Oh, my God. Like they these, just have uh, to lock themselves in a room, I'm sure. And it's just insane. And get out. It's insane. It's like, how? first of all, like, how do you, how do you, uh, oh, I read this book. Well, when I say read, I'm kind of cheating because I listen to audiobooks. I do too. Yeah. I don't. I haven't read a book like in so long, but I listen to so many audiobooks. Yeah, so I listen to a lot of audiobooks as well, and I've listened to this one. Uh, it's by Andy Weir, I think. I think that's his name, and the title of the book is Hail Mary. He's the uh -huh. same guy who wrote The Martian. Have you seen The Martian? Oh, with, with uh, what's his name? Um, shoot, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt okay, Damon. maybe not. Maybe I haven't seen that one. Okay, yeah. So he's a uh, he's basically. Uh, he got stuck in Mars, uh -huh. and it's so well written. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. You should watch it, Chelsea. I swear to God, Lynn is gonna hate me, but it was so <laughs> realistic. She thought it was a documentary. <laughs> Lynn. Like, oh. We haven't gotten to Mars okay. yet. <laughs> You're so pretty. <laughs> I won't tell her you said that about her. Good thing you're pretty. No, I'm just kidding. So. Uh. I always, tell her, I always tell her that. You're going to get smacked. I still get smacked regardless. That's good. Yeah. So, I believe um, that. No, it's a, it's a really realistic, um, very science-based type of um, movie. It's one of my favorite, like top three favorite movies. Okay. And so the guy who wrote that, he's so much into the science of it. Mm -hmm. He wrote another book. It's called Hail Mary. And I listened to it. And... It's insane how I, I am not a science whiz. I am not a math whiz. But for the first time, I was so interested in every equation and chemical whatever thingies that he's talking about. And his entire book was basically about that. But it kind of took like a very, very different turn. I wasn't expecting, but it's so detailed. And in my head, I'm like, how the heck did anyone write such a good story with so much detail? Without being a scientist himself, unless he is, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm not, I'm like, I'm not even sure if he is a scientist, but it's insane. Like, I don't know. I look, Michael takes pictures. That's right. what I Chelsea do. Chelsea takes pictures. <laughs> well, so you write scripts, Chelsea. So. Well, 
that's true. I still don't see myself as a writer, though. And you know, you were talking about like how hard it is to write a story. That's so true. Like I have found myself because the character that we are writing about, I'm not that person. Right. And so I don't know about that life. So I have caught myself Googling so many things like is blah, 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 blah possible. And then like it'll say, yes, I'm like, score, write that down. (laughs) Yeah, you you have to, because I mean, there's like I remember reading something about Shonda Rhimes and um, she's obviously not a doctor or a nurse or anything when she wrote um, Grey's Anatomy. Mm -hmm. And so one thing that they do on the set of Grey's Anatomy and when they're writing the scripts for that show is they have a nurse like on staff and they're constantly asking these nurses like is being bludgeoned to death like a real possibility and the nurse is like oh yeah that can definitely happen and so they're like oh perfect and like write that down yeah so you definitely heavily rely on google and you know actual experts experts i couldn't imagine like having to write and not having access to those people well, maybe I should you write know? a book and see how unrealistic my book will be. <laughs> <laughs> that's what James said. He's like, well, I would just write something that's like super unrealistic and make sure everyone knew that. I'm like, yeah, but when, I mean, like for me, when things are far-fetched, like I don't buy it, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's just like, that can't happen in real life. Like, so I'm just, I can't get into it. <laughs> like kind of like the Fast and the Furious <laughs> franchise. Like, oh my God. for God's sakes, can't Too these many. guys solve problems without driving cars? No, they cannot. They they can only fight crime while going forward. That's, that's while, basically... While driving their fast cars. They're driving their I fast cars. I only like those movies because Charlize Theron is in I know. I, I was kind of like, why is she part of this? But then I watch it. I'm like, all right, fine. I mean, it's mm-hmm. one of those movies where you literally... You, I mean, you, not literally, but you leave your brain out the door... And just you walk in with popcorn and just like, all right, explosions, fire, whatever. And, you know, it's fun. So (laughs) you have to, because if not, then you can't get into it. No, exactly. Exactly. You you just can't take it too seriously. But um, yeah, I think that's with a lot of movies. Like in honor of Shark Week, I was watching Jaws while I was eating lunch and watching that movie as an adult. It's not the first time I watched it as an adult, but watching it as a 31 year old, I'm like, Come on, you guys. No, this doesn't happen. Like, the very first scene, or maybe it's like the second scene, where um, the guy and the girl are running to the ocean, and she gets in, and then all of a sudden she's getting, like, dragged down, like, by the shark. I'm like, it wouldn't happen like that. If it grabbed her leg, it wouldn't be no, like, (laughs) that bitch be gone. Like, come on. It pulls her down and then pushes her back up and, like, shoots her off like she's riding a dolphin like that doesn't happen no no (laughs) that was a clear case where steven spielberg did not ask an expert's opinion so no so actually steven spielberg only directed it he did not write it oh he okay so he wasn't the writer of that one he wasn't the writer the guy that wrote it um he said after he wrote it and it was like a huge success in 1975 he said he has spent his entire life since then wishing that he hadn't written it and he has also spent his like the rest of his life's work has been within ocean conservation wow that's interesting that's a yeah. very uh yeah. twist of uh, uh i don't know what do you call it like a, a twist <laughs> like a story yeah. twist well because i mean jaws paints sharks. ocean life and marine life and sharks especially in such a bad light yeah 
You know, I mean, I wasn't born and I wasn't around in 1975, but I mean, you watch that movie and no wonder everyone in like 1975 and on was deathly afraid of sharks it's in like, the ocean. It's like when you see a shark, you want to kill it. It's not even doing anything to you, basically. Yeah, it, yeah. that's their home. Like, yeah. bro, don't yeah. bother them. They mistake like, people. Like, apparently, I heard that they don't like people. I mean, they don't like eating people. They mistake yeah. divers as uh, seals. I they think, do, and right? surfers. If yeah, you surfers. look at a surfer from like below, and you see the paddling. It looks like feet. a seal. You've yeah. got two arms, which are the seal's flappers, and then yeah. the flat stomach, which is the surfboard. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not their fault. So a real turning point for me in my life with like the whole ocean conservation thing and like having such a deep compassion for ocean life was living in Hawaii, and. You know, I've snorkeled so many times. I've swam with sharks. We swam with dolphins. And you see these animals and you're like, my God, they are just living their lives. Like people need to stay out of the ocean if they want to harm these animals. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. You know, like get out of the ocean. That's their home, dude. (laughs) Have have you seen that documentary, the very, very sad documentary, um, The Cove? No, my brother, my youngest brother was asking me about that if I had seen that. And I'm like, no, I can't. I can't watch that. Don't watch it. I'm not a big, I mean, obviously I'm all for, you know, don't harm the animals, but I'm not mm-hmm. like, you know, I admit I'm not passionate about it like other people. I, maybe mm-hmm. I should be, but, you know, just coming from that perspective, I watched The Cove and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. ah, it's going to be a fine. I, I just wanted to see what this movie is about because everyone's talking about it. Yeah. Ooh, that was a heavy one. I definitely cannot watch it again. I can't either. It's so depressing. It's My brother so was telling me, I was like, nope, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Stop. <laughs> Speaking of people who wrote, um, or people who wrote books and books that made in, and movies, I don't know how I got into this. This is a terrible segue. But anyway, Stephen Fine. King, have you seen Have you seen his movie, The Mist? Uh, yes, like forever ago. Though. It's, a, it's a long time ago, right? So I yeah. remember watching that because I'm a big Stephen King fan. Oh, my God. Not, yeah. So it's me like. Too. It's I like, love oh, Stephen King. I bet this movie's gonna be awesome, The Mist. And I mm-hmm. saw it, and I'm like, this is kind of terrible. Like, I don't like the movie. It's 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 just not good. It it feels like a very cheap TV production. And then the ending hits you. I don't know if you remember the <laughs> ending, but the ending is probably the most memorable ending for me. In I need any to movie. look it up. You have to look it up. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it, but. People are, I mean, Stephen King actually said, because the ending was changed from the book. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, they, that's common. Yeah, the director changed the ending. And Stephen King actually said he prefers the ending of the movie. Because the ending I thought was so good, like it, it hits you so hard that it kind of made up for the entire movie. And that's uh-huh. why it's one of my favorite movies. Is it, did it come <laughs> out in 2017? No, it's got to be way before that because i was in high school when i saw it the mist there's i know there's like a couple of um different iterations of it okay um, i found the one i saw was it was 2007 the mist. Is, oh this is based on stephen king's novel okay yeah so 2007 um the director is frank darabont i think and he is the guy who directed i think some of the earlier episodes episodes or he produced or something some of the earlier episodes of um the walking dead and that's why when it first started it was just like whoa this is awesome like he knows Uh how to capture that human um interaction type of Uh thing so 
Yeah. I have seen this. Yes, I've seen it. It's been years, though. Okay, yeah. Just watch, the- just watch like, probably the last 20 minutes of it. And I think you'll remember what happened. Well, I saw this picture of them in the grocery store, and it was like, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, but you have to yeah. remember the ending, Chelsea. I know. I need to rewatch it because I don't remember the ending. Yeah, so just watch the ending, what happened, and... Yeah, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for anyone listening, <laughs> but but yeah. So I just uh, I just thought that was uh, something that I wanted to mention since we're that's kind of reminiscent of. Um, I was just reading the the log line there. It um, it, it kind of reminds me of um, a quiet place. Oh, a quiet place. Yeah. Kind have you of, seen the second one? I have not seen the second one. Have you seen it? I've not. I've seen the first one. Oh yeah, I've seen the first one. I liked it. I liked it. And Emily Blunt having to give birth in complete silence is that was crazy. an actual nightmare. That was crazy. That was the scariest part. That was that the was the scariest. scariest part. Yeah. You can relate to that shit. That's why mm-hmm. it's scary. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> like, it's could you crazy. imagine having to give she birth? She did a good job, like acting that out. She's incredible. She did a very, She's very good a job good acting that out. So if you guys haven't seen, um, what was it again? Quiet Place. Yeah, Quiet, Quiet Place. Place. One, go the watch first it. One. My wife hates horror movies, and I've been trying to urge her to watch it. Um, I mean, I don't even like horror movies, but because I'm... It's just a good I movie, mean, there's period. A, oh, my God. It's an excellent movie, like, period. Like, the writing is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The acting, the director did a good job, which was John Krasinski. Cr- John Krasinski, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. He wrote and directed, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Um yeah, it's I I don't I don't like horror movies like The Conjuring like I can never get into that type of stuff. But I saw like the first two Conjurings and I thought that was okay because yeah. I because I, mean, I like horror movies anyway. But yeah. the last horror movie that I really truly enjoyed was probably it was a Japanese horror movie. It's the um, the Ring, the Japanese version of the Ring. Oh my god, I have uh, not seen the Japanese version, but the American version scared the living daylights really? out of me. When I was a child, I mean, I was a child. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, yeah. like 12 or Actually, something I, whenever it came out. I should say that the, the last horror movie that I really enjoyed was The Sixth Sense. Oh, God. I've, that's been forever since I've seen that one, too. See, I used to love these shows as a kid. Oh, sorry. I was 12, 2002. I used to love these movies when I was a kid. And then now as a grown-up, I'm like, no. Which one what, Which one do you think is not? Um, would you think if you watch uh, The Sixth Sense today, you'll still like it? Or did you not like it? I I don't remember I like don't remember. liking it or not liking it. I just remember it being scary because I was pretty young. Do you remember the twist at the end? I don't. I remember I see dead people, you know. Oh, you got to watch it again, Chelsea. All right. You need to I'm watch The Sixth Sense. These. Okay, this is your assignment. Watch The Sixth Sense. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch The Sixth Sense and The Ring now. Okay. Because I haven't seen The Ring since probably 2012 when it scared the absolute daylight out of me. I had to sleep with my dad. <laughs> well, if you're going to watch The Ring, I would suggest that you watch The Ring Japanese version. And it's a trilogy. So watch. It's a very Is there different subtitles? feel. Um, yeah, it's with subtitles. It's um, Okay. I think it's called Ringu. I Our, love... Yeah. Some of my favorite movies are um, international movies where I have to, to read subtitles. Yeah, yeah. So I think if you're going to watch The Ring, watch the original one because I think that still is much better. Because the the American version is is okay. It's just it's too flashy. It's too many special effects. It's too many. But the Japanese yeah. way of telling the story was very creepy. 
Is it the same storyline? It's basically similar. So the, I mean, it's the same main storyline. Um, it's just the American version. They added extra characters and extra, you know, for for it to relate to the Western audience. You know what I mean? But for sense. the Japanese audience, the Asian audience, it's more like it's just, it's about this family and you know this and that. So it's it's it's. A, I really think it's a good movie. So I think you should watch it and let me know what you think. I think it's definitely. Yeah, I I. Yeah. I really want to do that because I, like I said, I love um, international movies. Okay, like yeah. Some of my, my favorite ones, like Portrait of a Lady on Fire is in um, French. And obviously I can't understand a word that they're saying, but it is an incredibly beautiful film. What, so, what year was that movie made? Uh, 2019. It's, it's oh, it's a, it's a recent it, film. It's I, a recent I, film, yeah. I've not seen, I'm, I'm, it's been so long. I kind of wish, yeah. you know, I want to go back out and watch movies. Right. I think kids. Yeah. So, but I people are like, we... "Don't worry, the pandemic's almost done. Like, it's almost over. Everything's getting better. It's not that. I still have children. <laughs> I still have children who like to lick things. And like, like to you lick take things. them. You take them out in public. They're like, hey. yeah. My kid yesterday, my son, my my mom is in town, and so she has not seen my son yet ever. So yesterday <gasps> was the first time she saw him. Yeah, and uh, she was so excited, and my son was on the floor, and he had he had his like a. Uh, I, I just remember him sitting down and the, the soles of his feet were basically black. They're so dirty. Then outside. Yeah. And then my, my sister points it out and she goes, yeah, look at that. It's so yucky or whatever. And he goes, <laughs> looks at it and he licks his toe. <laughs> he licks his own toe. I'm like, okay, good job. Well, yeah. good job, buddy. <laughs> builds your immunity, your immune system. That's how you do it. Lick your own feet dirty feet so that's so true <laughs> my kids do that all the time like we were at my aunt's house which you probably saw my insta stories she's the one with the pool and she lives next door to my grandparents so it's like we're all right there um anyways so we were all eating popcorn and we had the ceiling fans outside underneath the like the covered porch of the patio or whatever yeah and it like blew Lucas popcorn. Like it took his little paper plate and just like threw his popcorn everywhere. And so instead of like just picking it up, putting it in the trash can, he's over there just sitting on the floor going, hum, hum. <laughs> and we're like, bruh, this is outside. Like inside, you know, like yeah. her floors are super clean. Like I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> but I'm like, ew. And I was like, well, it builds his immune system. And, you know, you got to pick and choose those battles. You I do, was do. already exhausted. You I was do. like, forget it. <laughs> a lot of parents are not judging you at all. I'd say most people are not judging yeah. you. Most parents are not I judging you. I don't even care. Yeah. I don't even care if they don't are judging care. me. I'm like, you know what? You tell him not to eat it and see what happens. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's hilarious. So, I love that. Well, that's yeah. awesome. Well, Chelsea, how do we... um? Um, it's good to be back. It's good to finally see you. Hey. It's been two weeks. Um, and I'm hoping that we can keep doing this more often. It's just, I know both of our schedules are kind of like, blah, blah, blah. you know what I mean? It's like both of our schedules place. are crazy. Like it's summer, which makes things a lot more difficult. I'm all over the place. But next week, I mean, I plan on staying home. I don't know what James is doing, but I'll be able to record next week. Obviously, the next week I will be uh, MIA again. So. Okay. Okay, well, we definitely need to record next week then if you're, if you're going to sure. be out. Yeah. And I think, you know, you got to think about this too. Like when we started Hot Coffee Creators, it was during the pandemic. We during the pandemic, we yeah. 
this is like all we were doing was content creation. Yeah. So I guess in a, in a way, this is a good thing. You know what I mean? Like that means yeah. we're getting out there again, doing things. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. True. All right. Well, again, so thank you for uh, finding the time uh, to, to record, Chelsea. And I uh, always, um, always nice to see you. And to yes. everyone else, thank you for listening. Um, we will be back. Hopefully next week. <laughs> Hopefully next week. We're not going to make any promises in case my husband drags me down to Tennessee, yeah. but I'm going to kick and scream and stay home. One of these days, you know what I'm going to do, Chelsea? One of these days when you're not available, I'll be like, you know what? I'm just going to still record and I'm going to live stream calling you. I'll be like, Chelsea, what are you doing right now? <laughs> and Chelsea's you like- You should have done that last week. Should I? <laughs> you should have. I didn't have my mic or anything, but I didn't have my phone and iPad. It would have been hilarious, though, to see like yeah. Chelsea freaking out because her kids are all over the place. And I'm like, we were probably in the pool. I would have been just like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Well, um, all right. I guess that's it. that's it for this week. I mean, it's nice catching up. Oh, by the way, so we do need to record some more because we have a couple of guests that are coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coming back some, some, some favorites. And, you know, we'd love to to talk to them again and just catch up and see how they've been doing since yes she's since the pandemic that's crazy i know so we I'm, had everyone we had every, like all of our our people all of our guests were pretty yeah. much during the pandemic yeah and so maybe we'll have so. a little bit more structured um episode again once things uh yeah. once once we're all back basically which makes sense yeah it makes sense yeah it makes sense so anyway thank you guys for what for listening and watching maybe well i don't know if i'll do the the video thingy but um Sorry, Chelsea. It's you who usually ends the podcast. I completely. It's fine. I was kind of digging it. I was like, he's doing it. All right. He's ending it. I don't want to do it. (laughs) Thank you all so much once again for hanging out with your favorite coffee and pizza crew. Until next time, I'm Chelsea. And I'm Michael. Signing Signing off. off. Bye. Bye.